Hey, Josh Felber here, excited for today's episode. James Altucher, he knows over thousands of day traders, thousands. And this is a direct quote from him, but he only knows one successful day trader, and that's my guest today, Tim Sykes. He's back on Making Bank about seven years later. <laughs> yeah, he was in with, with me on season one, so make sure you go back and watch that episode. But if you uh, ever wanted to learn more about trading, trading the market, as well as improving your life, improving your mindset, and just being a better overall human, got to check out today's episode with Tim Sykes. Hey guys, also too, loving my freedom gear from Gratitude Gear. So make sure you go check out gratitudegear.com, the most softest clothing, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, whatever you want. Go check out gratitudegear.com right now and make sure you use Making Bank 10 for 10% off your order. Making Bank 10. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Today's guest exudes Making Bank from trader to trading influencer, entrepreneur and teacher. Tim Sykes is a penny stock trader and a teacher who became a self-made millionaire by the age of 22 by trading $12,415 of his bar mitzvah money. After becoming disenchanted with the hedge fund world, he established the Tim Sykes Trading Challenge to teach aspiring traders how to follow his trading strategies. As well, he's been featured in a variety of media outlets, including CNN, CNN, Larry King, Steve Harvey Forbes, Men's Journal, and many more. He's also an active philanthropist, environmental activist, and donated millions of dollars to charity. And he's calling in today from his bed. So I want to welcome Tim Sykes to Making Bank. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. Good, brother. Glad to see you again. It's been almost about seven years, I think. <laughs> you were you were like a little child last time I saw you. Right. We were sharing lunch. Where you know I was getting some chicken nuggets at lunchtime right before recess. Well, well, well. Hopefully the, that that was year one of interviewing. So hopefully it's gotten slightly a little bit better since then. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Now it's it's been a crazy few years, and you know everyone watching, like we made it. Congrats, because it's it's uh it's tough out there. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I mean. So a lot's happened with you over the last, you know, handful of years um, since you've been on last. I mean, kind of, you know, we obviously we follow each other on social. So I kind of seen all the awesome things that you're doing. I mean, some of the biggest things that's really cool is uh, I think some of the charity aspects. And I mean, maybe kind of let's kind of start off there and really talk about how what you're doing gives you that opportunity to be able to give back so much. Yeah. So last time we talked, it was probably called the Tim Sykes Foundation. Got away from that because I don't need it to be about me. Uh, we changed the name of the foundation to Karma Gawa. Okay. Partner. Um, he's Filipino. Gawa in the Filipino Tagalog language means to do or to make. So it's like we're making good karma. Um, we've now donated $7.5 million. I'm actually working on wow. a four-year report right now since we started uh, really Karma Gawa Foundation. 107 schools worldwide. We support uh, over a dozen food banks. We try to help animals. We've done three documentaries uh, on saving the shark, saving the rhino, saving the coral reefs. You know, there's so much going on with the world that is really going to start 
impacting people's lives. So mm. I'm very proud to teach the stock market. I have now 25 millionaire students, which is quintuple because the market has been crazy and everyone's, you know, sitting home like I'm here at bed because I mean, this is this is where I like to work. I like to work from bed. I have like this curved spine. I've evolved like an armadillo, you know, and and that's it. Right. So I'm an armadillo trading and teaching and giving back <laughs> while traveling. It's a very normal life. Very, typical, right. yeah. very typical nine to five working for somebody else. One day I hope to create my own life, but no, it's, it's literally life is what you make it. And I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to, you know, share what I've learned over 20 plus years now in the stock market. And now, you know, go to these communities and really impact them. Uh, we have over 56,000 kids going to our schools every single mm. day now, uh, which is pretty insane. That's amazing. Think about yeah. what, what one person or what you can do if you really apply yourself it's it's cool you know we have so much opportunity right now people just need to you know be aware not and i think you know with i think it's amazing with what you guys are doing and and what it's evolved to over i mean the last you know six and a half seven years and stuff and what you've been able to create from that and going from several schools to 107 now and helping you know fifty six thousand kids you know and everything and I think the biggest thing is, you know, is like you see photos, you're out there and, you know, a lot of people think, oh man, you know, he's kind of like living that laptop lifestyle and, you know, and all that. That's, that's not real. That's not real. You know, like, I guess I know it's, it's hard for some people to really fathom and then actually see, but I mean, what you're doing is the life that you created for yourself. You literally can live whatever life you want. Like, that's why I like, I, I literally started taking photos of me with my laptop in crazy spots because that's what I did. Like I was, you know, we were trying to save a rhino. This one video was crazy where we're with this charity trying to save this rhino in South Africa. Um, we're supposed to do like a, a rhino operation to save this one uh, mom early in the day, but it was too hot. You have to, in order to save a rhino, you know, poachers are cutting off their horns. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, so you have to save their horns. You have to protect them from the poachers. So you basically have to, you know, tranquilize this giant multi-ton animal. In order to do that, you need to shoot a dart out of a helicopter to pierce the thick skin. It was too hot out during the day. So we had to push it back, which changed the rhino rescue to, you know, interfere with my trading. I had a trade overnight. So I'm like, what do I do? So I bring my laptop out, you know, and, and it's wherever the rhino lands. Like, you don't sure. know, like, this is a wild animal. So we tranquilize the animal, you know, it's it's basically sedated for like 30 minutes. So they're doing the whole operation and the market just opened. And I'm like, I gotta do this trade. And I'm like, just video this, this is so ridiculous. And, and I videoed it and it's like, I didn't want that to happen. Like it was too hot out, right? You sure. sedate the rhino when it's too hot. These are things you learn in Africa. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we had to, and I did the trade and I made like $600. I used one of the Rangers hotspots and it was such a ridiculous situation, not by my planning. Like I posted the video, people were like, oh, you're trying to brag. I'm, I'm just trying to document my life. And, and mm. that one thing, I mean, that's one example, but I have literally hundreds of examples where right now I'm in bed with my laptop, but you can bring your laptop anywhere. You can use your phone these days to trade. It's really amazing what you can do with this new technology, and it's only getting better. Shout out to Elon and Starlink. The next few years yeah. are going to be amazing. No, that's, yeah, that's amazing with what Starlink's dropping right now and, and everything that's coming out. We have that as I'm going to send you the Rhino video so you can put it in there so people can like see that there's a sedated multi-ton animal next to me as I'm trading. 
totally not on purpose, but it worked. Yeah, we no, definitely. And, we saved the animal, and I, I did a decent trade. I didn't have a great trade. I was, like, <laughs> trying to get out, but, like, the Wi-Fi kept dropping because we're literally in the bush in South Africa. I was just shocked that, the, you know, her hotspot worked at all. <laughs> You're right. right, yeah, you got a connection out there in the middle it of nowhere. Was, it was one of the most ridiculous things. But that's just one example. And you can create whatever life you want. So I hope that people are shocked by my lifestyle, by my photos mm-hmm. and videos. I hope that it offends some and people send it to their friend and like, they're like, look at this idiot. I don't care if I can implant just a little bit of uh, you know, creativity where you can be like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. I get so many messages from people where, you know, I teach penny stock trading. Some people don't want to get into penny stocks. So what? Uh, hopefully I can just show you what I've learned. I have so many students who are like, no, penny stock trading wasn't for me. But thanks to your lessons, they work in real estate, they work in crypto. Mm. You know, financial management should be taught everywhere. Um, it's not. And that's why, frankly, a lot of people who should be financially free are not. But I'm just trying to, you know, teach two decades of lessons. Take it for what you want. No, that's no, that's awesome. I mean, even even like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about document. You know, document what you're doing. You know, not just like go out and create videos and try to force it. You know, you're documenting what you're doing, what your life is, and everything happening around you. And just be realistic. Like I was like, ah, should I get dressed? And like I have like a nice office here, and I'm just like, you know, <laughs> we I did know that last time. <laughs> it's cool, right? And, and yeah. it's just like, you know what? Like, why do we need to put on all this this fake stuff? Like, I, I don't even own a suit. I had actually go to like men's warehouse. I had a friend who got married and I had to like rent a suit for the for the wedding. Like, I, you know, you can create whatever life you want. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter if you don't own a suit. You don't need a $40,000 watch. That's just what I like. You find what you like and then you go with it. Awesome. What For you or what have you found – from a mindset or from strategies that has helped you become successful and continue to be able to be successful every year? It's all about adapting, you know, like Mm. it's been a crazy few years, obviously for the world. I mean, for me and for anybody who's trading just because of the huge influx of people who want to get into trading because people are home forced or otherwise they lost their job. Um, but you know, there's many different kinds of trading and let's not forget 90% of traders lose. So it's like everyone gets their stimulus checks. They put it into their Robinhood account, nine out of 10 people lost all their money. They're putting it in some crypto. Most cryptos have crashed. I think you just have to be ready for anything and be open to anything. So if you see an opportunity, you know, for me, I saw an opportunity with teaching penny stocks because there's no like quality penny stock traders teaching. I know a lot of traders, they don't want to share their secrets publicly because that would impact their earnings. I, mm. I don't know if the last time, I think the last time we talked, I would go back to a small account every year of 12,000 and try to grow it. I still right. do that, but now I donate hundred percent of my trading profits to charity. I just make money from teaching. So my interests are completely aligned with my students where again, it's nice if I make money, I want to donate more to charity, but I'm more interested in creating a video lesson. What did I do right on this trade? What did I do wrong? Let me teach students the process. So in a past life, even last time I talked to you, I would never have been like, no, I'm, I'm not donating all my trading profits to charity. Now for me, I want to donate more and I want students to understand it's not about my trading profits. It's seeing my screen, seeing what I do and learning from it. This is how I've quintupled my number of millionaire students. So I've adapted to take advantage of opportunity wherever I see it. And you really have to be open-minded. You can't be closed-minded to anything. You will be mm. shocked at, at the life that you can create if you're willing to listen to you know, 
your heart and in your gut and go with what makes you happy. Yeah, no, I think that's so important because a lot of times, especially if we're trying to, like we're so focused on making money that we're not doing that. We're not listening to our heart. We're not listening, you know, it's all about, oh, you know, I got to trade, got to trade, got to trade. And then we start putting all that pressure, you know, on ourselves. And then that, you know, that's when we start making mistakes. I mean, I like to think of myself as actually a retired trader. Even though I trade almost every day, that little mindset keeps me out of the overtrading uh, trap, right? Where it's like, mm. okay, I'm a trading teacher. Okay, I got to show my students something. But if you do that, you take subpar trades, you'll get subpar results. So for me, I'm a retired trader. I don't have to trade. I don't have to trade. We're doing this interview midday. I haven't made a trade yet today. I haven't seen anything great. And I'm only going to come out of retirement if I see a trade that's so good that I would feel guilty missing it. So I come out of retirement like Tom Brady and I got to, you know, <laughs> go back and, and trade like that's That's legit the mindset that I use. And it's been a game changer for me because taking the pressure off from me trading every day and instead waiting for the best setups and be like, no, I don't want to do this. Like right now you caught me. I'm in Miami in my bed, but Oftentimes, like this summer, I'm going to be all in Europe. I'm going to be in Greece, Italy, France, Portugal, Spain. I'm going to be living life. But if there's a great play, I will come out of my self-imposed retirement, Brady style, and come back. No, that and that's I think that's great. Is it's it's showing patience, you know, in what you're doing and looking for those right opportunities, uh, especially with you know the market's been crazy down the last. <laughs> getting hammered the last few months. I mean, crypto so I got hammered. Warning. I'm going to give you a second video. Last November, I spoke at this conference called Thrive. I don't know if you've heard oh, of it. Oh yeah, that. Thrive. Is that Kohl's? Yeah, yeah, Kohl's. Yeah, so I ahead. spoke at this. I wore a hard hat and a construction outfit in November. Last November, everyone's <laughs> laughing at me. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, yo, a crash is coming. You got to be prepared. Here's your visual reminder. Everyone's laughing. All the, all the gurus there are like, yeah, we might have a little dip. And I was like, no, there's a crash. Like, when the dumbest people you know are making the most money, the market recalibrates, okay? Dumb mm. people don't hold on to their money. I had so many of the dumbest people that I know in my life, like the most incompetent, most just screwed up in their lives. Not to be negative, but just being realistic. Like picture sure. the dumbest person that you know and like the five dumbest people that you know and they're making millions because their dumb antics and their, their stupid, irresponsible thinking has led them to hold on to the worst cryptos, the worst stocks. And because of this financial bubble, they're profiting more than rational, sane people. When that happens, mm. it never lasts for very long. And sure enough, everything's crashed. I don't think any of my crypto friends took any profits because they're just, you know, with their diamond hands and their laser eyes BS. And now they're down 80, 90%. And you don't need to do that. Like learn to take profits into strength to stop going with the crowd. I don't care if crypto revolutionizes the world and it saves everybody in the end, you can still learn to take profits into strength. This is a, a basic trading rule that you learn over time. Yeah, I, I think that's so true. I mean, a good friend, a doctor friend of mine, he's he was up, it was back in January, like at 2 million. <laughs> and now he's at like 200,000. <laughs> well, doctors, doctors statistically are the worst traders and investors because they're so successful in their main line of work that they get cocky. And they think that like, oh, that like they know what they're doing. Like if, if doctors statistically, this is crazy. There's academic studies where doctors like you would think, oh, they're probably the best. Like they're in medicine. There would be amazing biotech investors. No, it's, right. it's not reality. It's not an exact science. And that's usually what happens. And it's it's sad 
So if I can reach somebody, even if you don't necessarily trade my strategy, but if you follow my rule number one, cut losses quickly, like I have so many one, two, 3% losses on trades, it's crazy. People make fun of me. I'm fine with it. I have a whole DVD where I say like trade cowardly. I talk like a castrated choir boy. I'm like, cut losses quickly. You can't hold on too long. You have to be scared. If you trade scared, trading isn't scary. And so I talk like this and I think it's good to be a coward in the market. Like be afraid of big losses, be afraid and, and take profits into strength. You don't need to risk these giant losses that people think you need to. They're like, oh, trading is tough. It's so stressful. It is if you let it be, if you go in with no plan, but I go in with a plan before every trade and I, I trade cowardly and you know, I'm green on the year. The markets are down 15, 20% and I'm up nothing huge, but I've made roughly $70,000 from trading. That'll build two to three schools in Bali or the Philippines where we're building a lot of schools right now. Mm, that's great. What, uh, so you mentioned one, so cut losses early. What are a couple other tips right now is that we definitely need to be aware of if we're trying to, you know, trade, whether it's penny stocks, crypto, whatever that might be. Yeah. So, you know, rule number one is always cut losses quickly. Like literally if you're down one, two, 3%, don't be afraid to get out. You can always buy back in if you're wrong. Right. That's the beautiful thing. <laughs> like crypto people say, oh, it'll come back. Maybe it will. But if you had cut losses or taken gains and then everything drops 70, 80, 90%, you can buy back in. Welcome to mm. trading. You don't have to hold and go with the crowd. Um, so I, I find that too many people like really fall in with the crowd. They're like, no, everyone in this chat room is still holding. Reddit says to hold. Who cares what other people do, okay? You need to think for yourself. Trading is an individual, not a team sport. So I'm sorry that there's a lot of groupthink in Discord rooms everywhere. Um, you got to get away from that. And you need to learn to take singles. For me, I've made over $7 million in trading now. Uh, lots of small gains added up. My average gain is only roughly $2,000. Um, mm. So lots of small gains and smaller losses. Keep your gains bigger than your losses. My average gain is 2000. My average loss is 500 and I'm winning roughly 70% of the time. So if your gains are three times the size of your losses and you're winning two to three times more than your, you lose, your account is going to go up. It's math. It's statistics. I'm not even that good at math, but I understand that. So for me, trading is all about discipline and it's a very slippery slope. If, if, you know, let's say you, you say, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to cut losses. I believe in this crypto or the stock or NFT or whatever. And then you double up and you triple up and you try to average down. And then sometimes it does come back, but that's not a winning strategy more times than not. I don't want to mm. partake in strategies that win one out of 10, two out of 10, three out of 10 times. I want strategies that work six, seven, eight, nine times out of 10. And I keep my money safe. So um, I say that I'm like a drill sergeant in trading or, or the markets are like a battle and I'm trying to keep people alive on the battlefield and you have people, you know, bringing knives to this gunfight and they're just getting mowed down by people, you know, who are better prepared than them. No, that's good. Kind of moving forward then, you know, with the way markets and stuff have been, what's kind of like your game plan? Obviously, I know you're kind of in the retirement, but what are you teaching your students? Like, hey, yeah. you know, this is kind of where I see things go and this is how we should start to prepare a plan to take, you know, advantage of this. So cash is also a position and contrary okay. to all the haters out there, US dollar has actually been a very strong uh, performer just on its own. You know, like when I'm going to Europe this summer, everything's 15% cheaper. When I'm going to Japan now, thank yeah. God Japan is opening up. Everything's 15 to 20% cheaper. So cash is a position and I like staying in cash, sitting, waiting, 
while looking mm -hmm. for some clear trend. Right now, we don't really have a clear trend. Monkeypox right. stock spiked up recently. Um, I think that was just just fear. I was like making fun of it. And I was like, this is ridiculous. There's only a few dozen cases, but the monkeypox stocks like quadrupled in a few days because people are just a little, you know, fearful given what's happened right. the past two plus years. So that was my bad for underestimating the fear and underestimating how much the media would blow that up. But I learned a good lesson, right? So next little disease, hopefully it doesn't turn into a full-blown pandemic, but anything is going to rile people up. So I'll be waiting for that. And unfortunately, especially the way, given that how we treat animals worldwide, um, there's going to be another, you know, mini pandemic or full-blown pandemic. It's not a question of if, it's just when. So I'm waiting for that, unfortunately. Technology, I mean, it's tough, right? Like there's, there's going to probably be like a year or two where it's really kind of nasty out in terms of fundraising, growth, users, um, buyouts, like every single VC with experience has like told their startups, like be ready for the next 12 to 24 months. It's going to be tough out there. You're in survival mode. The good news is when prices are depressed and, you know, I've been saying that I wanted a, a crash for several months and things are finally getting back to a reasonable valuation things are going to pop up again, right? It's never paid to bet against the American economy for very long. So I, I don't even short sell anymore. Um, I think that's a very crowded space. Short selling is where you bet against stocks for lower right. prices. I think everything yeah. is too depressed for that because as monkeypox proved, if you just get like a little bit of momentum, things can spike. So sit in cash and wait and then look for signs of rebounding or bouncing. That's what I'm doing. Cool. Um, I know we got a few minutes left. What's, um, obviously you, all the years of trading, you probably have kind of like a, a couple, maybe even 10 or more of your most common trading mistakes. Maybe give us like your top three trading mistakes that people need to. Oh, I mean, that's a, that's a 24 hour conversation, Josh. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so many mistakes. There's so many ways to mess this up. Um, I, again, going back to rule number one, cutting losses quickly. Okay. That's one thing, but like, don't go all in. Don't use leverage. I know some people uh, fall in love with yeah. the crypto. They fall in love with an NFT. They fall in love with a theme or a stock or an investment. And they're like, I want all in. You can be wrong on any play. I don't care how much research you do. I don't care what other people are telling you. Never go all in. Okay. This is a very common thing. Never put, you know, all your eggs in one basket. Like this is the truth. So I usually use like five, 10% max of my portfolio on any one investment. And that's aggressive. If you're just starting, you can use one or 2%, but you gotta think survival mode, protect, protect, protect. 90% of traders lose. And 70% of fund managers, all the people who you see in power suits or on CNBC, 70% of fund managers fail to beat the S&P 500 every year, which goes up an average yeah. of eight to 10%, except for this year where we're down like 15%. But that's because you know we've had a few good years. So you got to try to understand the game and not try to do too much. You know, I have 25 millionaire students, as you'll hear me say again and again, I, I should get rings, right? I should be like 25 rings, <laughs> like five rings on, on each finger, right? But the way that they've made millions after starting with just a few thousand is studying first. When the market is slow, this is when you should really push your studies. You're not missing out on any great run-ups. So study the past. Patterns repeat. History repeats. It might not be an exact science in the stock market, but I get so many people saying, oh, this is brand new. You know, this time is different. Those are the four most expensive words in the English language. This time is different, right? It's never right. different completely. 
So study the past. I'm basically a glorified history teacher. And this is why like people say, oh, mm. I want a faster market. I want better plays. I'm saying, no, you should want a slow market for three or four years so that you can really study and catch up and then be better prepared when there are better plays. This is a game of preparation. And most people don't put in the time to prepare. And that's why they don't succeed. So it's all about front end loaded, putting in time, really doing the boring stuff. Um, and that's why, you know, I, I, going back to my laptop photos, I post these visual motivators because I want to show you the freedom that you can get if you put in enough time and hard work studying. My first female millionaire student, Mariana, she didn't even open up a brokerage account for a year. She studied all my DVDs, video lessons, and webinars, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. She has infinite patience. I watched her eat a creme brulee a few months ago and it took her like 20 minutes and she was like eating one little bite at a time and I was like losing my mind because I had to <laughs> Same creme brulee was delicious. I had it in like 30 seconds. I love creme right. brulee. And she's, she's like really, you know, so she's patient. Patience pays in the markets, right? Not saying like sitting yeah. on cash forever, but sitting, lurking, planning, preparing. And if you miss a run up, like I, I totally miss the monkey pox plays, but I'm going to remember that. I'm going to see how the media jumped on it. I'm going to see how fearful people are. And like I said, if there's a similar trend, God forbid, I'm going to jump on that trend in the markets. You know, you, you have to learn from your mistakes. And this is another thing. So many people get discouraged by their losses. They're like, oh, I lost $100. I lost $1,000. I lost $10,000. I suck at this. We all suck at this in the beginning. That's how you learn. You learn what not to do. So if you've had a big loss, it's not the end of the world. Learn from it. Learn what not to do going forward. And let's say you have five big losses. Now you have five big lessons of what not to do. So appreciate those big losses. Once upon a time, I lost a million dollars on a stock, okay? It crushed me. The press rubbed it in. It was terrible. Since then, I have not even lost six figures on any trade because I don't want that terrible feeling again. So I hope you don't have big losses, but if you do, you learn how bad it feels and you never want that. And after maybe one, two, three, four times, you're just like, I am so sick to death of these big losses. Let me really clamp down on rule number one and cut losses quickly. So it's, this is all a journey for everybody watching this, whether you're a trader, whether you're an investor, whether you're not even a trader at all, or you know, you're not even into money. You, you could be a communist watching this. I'm sorry, communism loses in the end, but at the same time, like we're all learning. And it would be nice right. to have one life where you just learn and it's just all lessons and you screwed up. And then you have a second life where you're all knowing, but you have one life. You can't separate that. So you try to learn lessons every day. You try to implement them and you find what makes you happiest and you find what is really best for you in your strategy. We're all different, right? Like Josh, are you going to trade penny stocks tomorrow? Probably not. <laughs> I, I would do the research though. <laughs> but I might not trade tomorrow either, right? And that's the thing. Like, right. When I first started teaching and probably last time we talked, I wasn't as open-minded. I didn't have as many millionaire students. I didn't have as much you know, personal wealth or, or personal fulfillment. Now that I've had more experience, I've learned what works for me, what works for students. And that's what you need to do. So everyone watching this should think about what can you do today, this week, this month, not to make 2022 your best year, but to make 2023, 2024, 2025 your best year. And studies show that if you have a big goal as opposed to a small goal, you increase your daily performance 15 to 25% because you want to do things that are better getting towards your big goal. So everyone watching this right now should write down what do you want to happen? What do you want to achieve 
in 2025, not by 2025, in 2025. And then you spend the next two and a half years planning to make 2025 the best year ever. That's my tips for today. Awesome. And on that note, guys, <laughs> I hope you guys were taking notes. You wanted three. I don't know. That might be. That's all right, math. dude. Like that crushed it. <laughs> I'm not great at math. I just, I literally like I used to be introverted. Now, like I, I used to need like shots. The first time I was on CNBC, I took four shots of, of tequila. I could barely see the camera. I was so nervous. Now, like, don't give me any drinks. It's like, try to shut me up. Good luck. It's not going to happen. So I flipped, but that's my own journey, you know? No, uh, that's awesome. I was the same way too, till I started shooting this podcast. I was like, nah, I don't want to be on video. My mom took too many videos of me when I was little. <laughs> Listen, start your own podcast, you know, take the, the hair growth hormones that you're obviously taking. It's working well. Um, just try different stuff. Put yourself out there. So many people take themselves so seriously. Like, oh, I'm, I don't want to show myself. Like, we're, we're just natural, normal people. And the more real yeah. you can be, this goes... This is my last tip. I'm sorry for so many tips, but like, just be real. There are so many fakes in finance, on social media, in the, the guru business. Just be mm -hmm. real. And that way you have nothing to hide. And I welcome my haters. I welcome my fans. I welcome everything in between. And I'm just going to tell you what I've learned over the years. And if you get enough experience and you know how valuable that is, then you get to charge for your time. I don't take crap from anybody. I know how valuable these lessons are. I'm doing this little interview and this is fun. But like, if you want deep mentoring, you can't just be like, oh, I'll just pay you this much. No, I save my time for people with the right attitude. So have a positive mm -hmm. attitude, be real, think long-term, and then work on it every single day. And you'll be shocked at what you can accomplish quicker than you might think. Like there are compounding gains, not just in your bank account, but in your knowledge account. You have two accounts. You have your bank account and you have your knowledge account. You need to grow your knowledge account first before it overflows into your bank account. People don't think that. People are just like, oh, how do I get rich right now? I don't need any knowledge. Yes, you do. What if you make too much money? What if you're like the crypto NFT people, but you don't have any real respect for finance or lessons or discipline? You're just going to lose it. So there's no point in trying to make a lot of money right away if you're just going to lose it due to lack of discipline. Instead, learn discipline, build a foundation of knowledge first. Then over time, it might not be as exciting. It might not happen as quickly as you want, but you build your wealth the proper way. And with that, you're not going to risk losing it. None of my 25 millionaire students are exciting people. They're very diligent, hardworking, boring people. Some people say, oh, you hired them as actors. I would hire better actors than my current students <laughs> or actors. Okay. They're not good on camera. They don't have to be. They don't want to be. They've been right. studying their butts off. Some of my students, I mean, it's like, it's like literally watching like Rain Man. Like it's, it's tough to watch some of my students on camera, but that's fine. Not everyone has to be on camera. Not everyone has to be good for that. You build your wealth the right way. You build your life the right way. And it pays off over time. Last few tips. I'm done. Boom. Awesome. Tim, are you guys... Make sure you guys go back, listen, watch this again, rewind, listen to what Tim's talking about. Everything he's talking about today, right now on this show, you can apply to your business, you can apply to your personal life. It's not just about trading. You don't have to just trade. You don't even have to be trading to listen to what he's saying today and actually apply it and utilize these success tips uh, for yourself, for your family, for your business. So take action on what he's saying after you've watched this several times 
and write down, you know, put down your goals, start planning, not for just tomorrow, but for a year, two years, three years from now, and then take action. What's that? 2025 or 2030. If you really want, Mm. you know, if you want to think far out, this might be tough for people, but like, think about what do you want your life to look like in eight years from now? And I said this during, I do like in-person coachings. And I said this and everyone's like, what? 2030. And I was like, yes, you got to think out long-term. If you put in time every day, studying, preparing, thinking, it's really tough not to succeed in the long run, but people want it right away they give up after one or two years after one or two losses that's not the right way to think you know this is a marathon not a sprint no what no matter yeah. what you want just like josh trying to grow hair like he's gonna get it but it might be by 2030 <laughs> dream big josh that's right um where can people get more information, what you got going on? Obviously, you're do all over the Google, internet. Do not Google Timothy Sykes. Do not look up Timothy Sykes on Instagram. Do not look up <laughs> Timothy Sykes on Twitter. You're just going to get angry because I'm going to be a drill sergeant, and I'm going to like just be in your face every day. So don't do that. Follow Josh Felber. <laughs> He's a nicer guy than me. Awesome. If you want well, nice, Tim, Josh, if you want to get talked down to, talk to me. Well, Tim, thanks for coming on Making Bank again, man. An honor to have you back on the show and really appreciate your time today. No, thanks for having me. I hope everyone uh, stays safe and, you know, finds some value from this. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.